Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wow. There it is. There it is. There it is. Like we would like to say, starting off old school with my man E. Strickland. He is back. I had to stay. He's, he's back from the ice storm, so we got we got get we got to get back into it, man. I miss my boy. Me too, my guy. You know guy. what I'm saying? I saw on CNN all them car crashes down in uh, Texas. You saw that, right? You they seen him on the bridge? They was trying to push it. Right. Old cart and buggy. But the, but the best thing is, <laughs> with them cats, they don't understand when the, when it says to go 40 or 40 whatever, that means you go like 20 miles. Facts. They was going fast and like, oh, I'm going to hit the brake. Facts. You got that don't work. You got two-wheel drive. It ain't working out. That don't yeah, work. Yeah, man. They don't understand that difference. And, and look, the sad thing about it, it ain't just the snow and the, and the ice. It's the rain. Right. They're terrible, period. Right. They yeah. just they'll, You'll see guys just yeah. doing 80 in, yep. in the rain in a truck. Thinking that they just gonna be able to, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, this ain't the back, this nah. ain't the backwoods, man. But uh, this is old school first second segment. Uh, Eastrick in here for the first one. Uh, Jay Foreman brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock. We got Valentine's Day coming up, and then we got the national holiday on uh, February 18th. Is it's uh, you know my birthday, so that's the national holiday. You know, everybody should be uh, pitching them. No, I'm just playing. But uh, Valentine's Day uh, coming up, they're going to have some great deals coming up. So if you decide to throw something on the grill or put a little fish in the, in the pan, it's all good in the hood. We had a good conversation before talking about a, uh, Nebraska and ways they could, you know, one NIL is one thing to be on the forefront. Another forefront is changing. I, in my, it, This is my personal uh, thought process and what's been told to me and what I've seen and heard because we both travel a lot, so you yeah. talk about. I'm telling you, yeah. you tell people you live in Nebraska and you and you got some pigmentation in your skin. They be like, "Is there?" I, it's automatic. It's they will say, automatic. "Is there black people in Nebraska?" It's automatic. Is it fair? No. By no means are we getting on here and saying that anybody that works at the university is racist right. or is racist. But that's the perception of Nebraska. I'm telling yeah, you, it is. It's, it's sad my mom's side because of the I fan, know it's not. Right, that. It's not. But and that's why they, that, when you hear coaches say. Once we get them on campus, the close it was when Bo Pelini was there, when was here. When they got kids from like down south on campus, they were closing them like that. But the hardest part is getting them here. And you always heard the travel to get here. No, it's not. It's harder to get to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and all these other Clemson than to get to here to Omaha. What's what's what? Uh, where is Oklahoma Penn, State? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's hard to get in Stillwater. Stillwater. It's I hard mean, to get in Stillwater. You're going to gonna have to land in Oklahoma City and drive almost right. two hours and anywhere to get there. you go in this day, and I'm telling yeah. you right now, if it's not within an hour, an hour and a half, I'm just letting you people out there know that are on the recruiting trip, you're going to have to connect. I'm sorry. And most likely you're going to be going through Chicago, Atlanta, mm-hmm. or Dallas, mm-hmm. or Denver. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, my mom's side of family is from Mississippi, you know, and Florida down there. And that was their perception. 
until when they came from a Hall of Fame. They was like, man, this is pretty cool. They never thought Lincoln was like this. Yeah. And so when we were talking about it, Strick was talking about it when he went up to the administration on how they could do things to change the the perception, which I hate to say it, perception is reality now. And that's why when people are protecting their brands, they're, they're protecting the perception is that you have to start to infuse some people that look like them into and not token, roles. not token. No, you no, no. gotta be able to do the job. Yeah, you. Well, you know, here's, I'll, take, work, I'll take it a but, step further. Find somebody that you that that know that that you feel that can represent the the program right. Coach them up, train them right, just like you would do it anywhere else. Yeah. And then let them do the job, holding them accountable like everybody else. Yeah. It, because it's been going on that way, you know, for years, and it'll help you in the long run. Because if I'm recruiting Eric Strickland as a basketball player, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the percentages are for guys that go from high school to college to NBA. I'm just let's just take his one percent like the NFL. Okay, you're a receiver or you're a, a football player. Same thing. But if I'm talking to you about, hey, you need to pick Nebraska because you have to look at a place that you could view yourself living after college and being successful. I have to show you tangible. I have to show you tangible um, people that you can see that are doing that. In mm-hmm. different roles. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you can go in there and see Dominican Sue and Amir Abdullah and, all, and Levante David. Yeah. That's great. Reality is 99.9% of the guys that come through there aren't going to reach it. So how can I get you to be invested in Nebraska in this In the community. And in a community mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. And that's yeah. bringing people in from the community. Mm-hmm. That are here. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also taking or bringing people Some in. History. History. People that have been in the program yeah. and have them a part of the university and that's part of how you're getting more people here. Your closing percentage will go up. Your retention percentage will that go part. up. Retention percentage to me is guys that would stay more than one or two years yeah. because that now they have a goal. Now, then also what you're creating is a mentorship mm-hmm. because then you have somebody that you can talk to that you could, that can relate to you. Hey man, bro, look, it, it ain't easy. Trust me. It's not, this ain't the time to, you know, pack up your tent and hit the road. Yeah. This is what happened when I get here. I'm still here. Yeah. There's, it's hard working in my job. Then you have some connections because yeah. that's what life's about. Yeah. Life, real that's life. That's what stuff. life is. That's your team. Right? I, You're trying to create a team for these guys. You're taking these guys from the team that they know, right. which is where your household, where right. and bringing you here, putting them on a football or basketball team, soccer team, swimming team, whatever it is, women's yeah. basketball, whatever it is, and say, okay, that's your one team. But this is your team after you get done playing. Yeah. And that's what you have to do. Can I give you an example? Yeah. Like, I'll just give a little example. There, This is something that I I started the conversation way back. So I love you, Doc Sadler. So don't – I know you still connected to, to the state and folks and everybody loves Doc. I love Doc too. But I'm just going to give an example, and I'm going to use him as a metaphor of what you're saying. Um. Could you imagine you you familiar with Doc Austin? Could you imagine Doc Sadler looks like, you know, Doc kind of has, you know, back to the future like, you know, Dr. Like Dr. Brown, oh, he you know. like Uncle Buck. You know, the, you seen the movie Uncle yeah. Buck? Yeah. Oh like yeah, John like Candy. Uncle Buck. Right, like Jack Kennedy, right? 96 or 969 or whatever it is. So, so just imagine, right? Doc, great basketball coach, good right. at what he does, but he walks into a room with a young man not from the Nebraska. you know the suburb, yeah. but from from, from yeah. the inner cities or wherever, and you're trying to tell him <clears throat> you need to come here 
because I'm going to help get you to the next level. But you look at him and your perception is like, how are you going to do that? Right. What, what do you know? Who do you know? Yeah. You, your your perception. You yes. You your you perceptions change. Right. Who right. have you done it with? Right. You know what I mean? Vowed for you. Yeah, there and you go. Right. And that's it, all I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm it's, not, you, it's not. It's not. It's necessarily, not necessarily. on any of the. Yeah, exactly. It, that's all what, I want to make this sure. This is what people need to understand. This is the harsh reality of recruiting, yeah. and the teams that do it the best understand it. They might not agree with it, but they welcome it because they are looking past their initial emotional response and saying, "We want," because they actually believe it. We actually can get you here and do things for you, not only while you're here and afterwards, as long as you do A, B, C, and right. D. You want to know why? One of my best friends uh, that I grew up with, his name is Blake Bratz. He's a great agent. He has Jonathan Allen. And I'm thinking, how the hell do you get Jonathan Allen? He went number three from Alabama. Yeah. So I got to talk to Jonathan Allen. We've had Blake on the on the show. And he talked to me about how he got him. It was a obviously from Adam Thielen going to the Pro Bowl, friends with an Alabama player. New agent. He connected with uh, Jonathan Allen and helped him um, expand his esports, uh, kind of like esports AAU team in Minneapolis. So they have an e EA or esports uh, section in their in their uh, agency. And I asked him about Alabama. He said, "If you ain't about football and that life, Alabama's not for you." He's like, I grew up in a military family. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up, you know, thinking that was it. But when I got there, it was the next level. He's like, but I soon realized that when I talked to players that been there before, that work it within the program, that it was worth it because after football, I'm ready to do whatever I want. And That's I got, deep. he's like, I got their 100% support mm-hmm. at the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. He's, and I asked him about, he's like, I had four di- people that I could go to, white, black, and different. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know, look, things, everybody has ideas. Everybody's, you know, nothing can be perfect, right? I look at Nebraska. People complain about Nebraska, complain about the United States. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. I think generally yeah. it's just a microcosm of the world. What we're trying to do is help or, or suggest or put it out there where you actually can do better things, which they should be doing. And you and it's not that you are. It's just that the it's not fair, but that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, people still think Nebraska ain't nothing but cornfield. Facts. I, I, I'm like you. Listen, Nebraska is bigger than some of these cities that you think are huge, right. a St. Louis or. Right. When you look at the suburbs, right. they're just as big right. and, and they have just as many grown, diversity they're expand, and they're expanding. Yeah. And, and the thing is, yeah. they think it's just nothing but cornfields. But the funny thing about it is. They'll be. You'll go to a school like down in Stillwater, or you'll go to Baylor, Man- Waco, Manhattan, Manhattan, or just like Wake. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, that's a small little town, and it's, and then outside of it, in like Wichita mm-hmm. country, is all get out, mm-hmm. and then they. But they think that's big city. Nebraska is nothing but cornfields. Yeah, and so they, you know, and but when people get here, experience game day, and, and get into the city and learn how you know great Nebraska is, 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 is it's 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 uh, phenomenal. But I'm talking about if you want to have a retention rate, where you, when you get guys from Florida, right, and you have those recruits that I think Travis Fisher got was like six of them, and then within like three or four months, four or five of them were gone, or the you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and these guys, you can keep them retention if there is a coaching change within the coaching staff. 
somebody gets promoted, somebody mm-hmm. gets a head coach, then he's not in the transfer portal because he has a connection. A relationship with that. He has a relationship mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, you there's think, a connectivity. You, if you there's think something. that, that mm-hmm. I can't really say might have helped the Ernest Houseman situation, but a situation like that, if he had a mentor or somebody like that you. could have pushed Someone like you. To talk yeah, to, pick yeah. up the phone, say, hey, man, yeah. this is what I'm thinking. I'm really connected yeah. to this coach. Dude, sometimes, yeah, look, man, if, you, if you're that connected to the coach, when you get in the league, then what you going to do? Yeah. Breaking it, I am guarantee it didn't really cross his mind. I'm going to tell you, I had Jimmy Williams. Jimmy Williams oh. was here when I was here. Right. Um, I could go sit in his office and right. say, man, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm Here's the funny thing about I'm Jimmy feeling. Williams. Jimmy Williams looked out for me when I got here, and I didn't even know it. He came up and talked to me at the training table. So he knew my dad when he coached in Minnesota. Wow, that's right. Yeah, so when he coached for the Gophers. That's right. So I was going to basketball camps. Clem has – so my dad knew Jimmy. Yeah. Like, on a personal. They're friends. Yeah. So when I got down, he's like, hey, man, I got you. You need me. You need me. Yeah. So when see, I see, so that, when I'd see him – You know what I'm saying there. Right. So when I was red-shirted, mad as heck, mm-hmm. he's like, how's it going? I was like, man, I hate this place. Or when I was wanting to transfer, he's like, man, where you going, man? You know your dad ain't going to let you do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There you go. There, that's what I'm talking about. There it is. There it is. Into the break, Strick. He's back. We'll have DP popping in. We're going to talk a little Super Bowl action. First big segment segment on uh, Old School, brought to you tomorrow by the Mercado. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.